You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1,235, ladies and gentlemen, and interview number 1,548. We've been on the air since March of 2009, and we're the longest-running business podcast that emanates from beautiful Orange County, California. And it's a beautiful day out, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully it's nice where you are as well. Serving Southern California since 1946. Yes, I said 1946 and Southern California in the same sentence. SABP Print Solutions remains a family-owned business with a reputation for customer service, integrity, and fast action. Colleen Howes, president, will is on our show today to discuss her company's history as a part of our summer series on fast-growing Orange County companies. Colleen Welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you. Why don't we start by uh, asking you to tell us a bit about your firm and what makes it unique. I said some things in the open, differentiate you certainly, but can you talk a little bit about your uniqueness and differentiation? Well, uh, we are a very old company. We've been around for 73 years, and the fact that we are still family-owned is quite unique. Um, And we've been through a lot as a company. We've seen a lot of changes. In fact, we've seen 14 presidents elected. Wow. And we've been through 20 recessions, and there's a lot that we've survived as a small company. Right. And and I was joking with you before, you're not the founder of the company, but you've run it for a number of years. Um, What is the kind of family history, if you just could give us a highlight of that? Well, the company was purchased in 1973, from I don't know who it was because everyone has died, so I don't have the information. <laughs> and it was purchased by my late father-in-law Leonard House, and uh-huh. then when he passed, his son, my late husband Mark House, took over the running of the company. Okay. And when he died in 2001, I stepped in. Okay. So you've been running it since 2001. Yes. So you've seen the great. Well, you took in just after the yes. uh, <laughs> last re- the recession before last, and then you ran it through the Great Recession, huh? Yes. Well, those yeah. were harrowing times, weren't they? Yes, they were. But you had a business background before you took over it. Correct. And what was that? Um, I owned West Coast Wall Coverings and Design. So we did. I was a, I was a paint and wallpaper contractor, and we did design work all uh-huh. through Newport Beach. And when the Newport Coast first started, we oh, did a boy. lot of. Uh, wall carving then. It was more in trend back then. But, right. Yeah. Right. So uh, what did you do with that business when you uh, had to come into SABP? I, I sold it to one of my employees that okay. worked for me, another okay. female, and she did very well with it. Oh, actually. good. Yeah. All right. Well, Colleen, let's continue the interview. Okay. Uh, what niches are successful for your firm? Where do you find your clients? Well, you know, we do so many diverse services. So it isn't really one niche, but we do have something that makes us unique in the Orange County market is that we have our WBE, Mm. Women Business Enterprise Certifications, and our DBE, Disadvantaged Business Enterprise Certification. And that does help us because there's a lot of large contracts that a little person couldn't get their foot in the door. Right. And so... It gives you just the opportunity to say, hey, let me have a look. I mean, you still have to do a good job, yeah, you have to be to competitive. Yes, right. but you get an opportunity to get in on some very big projects. And it's been a real um, success for me to get into. I'm 
lot of my clients are the water districts, a lot of the cities, uh, a lot of the big builders. Okay. And that's really helped. So tell me, Colleen, how you first decided to make the commitment to go for those certifications, because they take time and effort Correct. and money to get those certifications and then to maintain them. They're the real deal. Right. Uh, well, I got certified in 2005. Okay. I heard about it and I thought, you know, that could be a good idea. And I just, I often, I don't really take a lot of time doing a big business plan, even though I probably should, but I just kind of go on my instincts. Okay. And that was one of my really good instincts to go through that because it was quite a procedure to get that certification. And to maintain it. Correct. Right. It's yeah. The, as I said, it's the real deal. It is not a, it's not window dressing. This right. is, you've got to really run the business and prove to them Absolutely. that you're in charge, etc. cetera. Uh, how long did it take you to capitalize on it, to really understand how to use it as a avenue for marketing? I would say it took Three to four years, actually. Okay. And right now in this era that we're in, you know, there's a lot of federally and state-funded projects that have these DBE goals. In mm -hmm. fact, they're widening the OC405 yes. you know, from the 73 to the 605. Yes. And it's a $1.7 billion contract yes. that OHL got. And they ha that has a 16% DBE goal. Wow. So that's huge. Right. The goals are getting so much larger because of federal funding. So, the, And I do some work on that project for them. So it was a really good thing. I had the opportunity to So if, if our engineer is ready with the gong, I think it would be a good opportunity to uh, gong this. Our loyal listeners know, Colleen, that whenever we play the gong here on Critical Mass Radio Show podcast, oh. that there was a teachable <laughs> moment that if they were partially listening to our interview, that maybe they should back it up a minute or two and pick up the conversation that we had about disadvantaged business certifications and women business enterprise, because having a WBE and a disadvantage has proven to be an opportunity for you to secure business from large programs that maybe otherwise you wouldn't have had a chance to be considered for, right? Absolutely. And it narrows the competitive field, doesn't it? True. Not everybody, so you're in a smaller pool too. So correct. And once you get a, here's what I know because I've been in conferences where they've talked about this. Tell me if this is your experience. That once you've proven yourself, you sort of get known within the diversity community of these larger companies because they're looking for good suppliers who they can trust to do the business. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just you, know, you just gotta. Do what you say you're going to do, when you say you're going to do it, and have fair and honest pricing. And it's just as simple as concept. That's just business 101. And I find that not everyone has that concept in their business okay. <laughs> model. Well, so it helps because once we get a chance, they see that we do have really good personalized service and we do a good job and we do the extra. We do value-added service. We do all kinds of extra things without gouging little teeny fees. And, right. and that's what's helped us stay successful. Right. Over these many decades Correct. that SABP Print Solutions has been in business. So yes. we're talking with the president here. All right. I like on these um, shows that are focused on fast growing. So not only do you have longevity, you have a recent track record of aggressive growth. Yes. So that's a fantastic combination. Congratulations, Colleen. Can you think about a strategic decision or a foundational thing that you did that has allowed the firm to sustain its growth? Well, I think, I, I was really thinking about this the other day, and I thought, you know, the I think the best thing that I did is I actually reached out to the SBDC, the Small Business Development Centers. Right. It's part of the SBA. And anyway, so I, it, that was in 2013. So I reached out to them. I, social media and all this SEO was just starting then you know, really starting to become a part of everyone's business. I thought, you know, I got to get on that boat, you know, I, I got, but I don't know how to do it. So right. I went to a seminar and I met this amazing woman, Manal, and she 
gave me all this insight, and so I contacted her privately and hired her for about nine months to do my blogging and connect to Facebook and LinkedIn and do all the SEO that I needed to do. And then I started seeing such success. The phone was ringing. I mean, it does. It's really a true... The recipe for success is easy <laughs> if you do it. Right. So then I... But since that time, I, after the nine months, I started taking it over by myself. Uh-huh. And I've already, I'm already up to like 488 blogs. Wow. And when, when the phone rings and I say, oh, did you find me on Google? Good question going, to ask. Oh, yeah. And they said, oh, yeah. So then I always say, yes, Google loves me. No. Oh, Google loves me. So I start <laughs> singing to these customers. And they're going, okay, she's weird, but I like her. Right? Right, right. It's got personality, right? <laughs> yeah. So that has really helped. I've gotten a lot of new clients because of that. And my tags that I use, they come up. Because I, I also have a litigation support division. And that's what got me through the recession in 2008 and 2009. I started this. There was a large... Uh, litigation support company, a big company that was closing their doors in Orange County. So we were already helping them with things. So we took over their client base. Look at you. And it was a real great thing. We supported one of the biggest, longest trials in Orange County history. Okay. And that was the Bratz versus the Barbie doll. And that was was a huge thing. Right. My business, we went from being open 9 to 5 to 24-7. Wow. Good for you. You are an entrepreneur's entrepreneur, aren't you, Colleen? Huh? See, got to take advantage of the opportunities. So, a teachable moment again for our audience is the investment that you made in digital. We just had an author on about digital transformations, and now you're here talking about. We don't usually get two gongs in the show. I was not expecting that, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, the engineer did that on his own. He was just so motivated by what you said. That's fantastic. But. Okay. And you're continuing to see it return. Yes. There's a return on that continued commitment to it. Because it, it, it's getting harder, I would think. Is it, you know, people are, what do you write about in your blogs? Doesn't matter. Okay. Nobody reads them. <laughs> sometimes they do. I think sometimes people do. No, seriously. I'm it's sure just they do. It's just all about search engine optimization. So Keywords. You, you and... put in your tags and then you put it on your Facebook company page and the LinkedIn. And then, you know, the minute somebody clicks on it, because I say, oh, to read more, you know, ding, 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 search engines love you. So, okay. yeah, so it helps a lot wow. for me. Wow, we could go on a lot more about this. But I've got other questions for Colleen. Okay. Is that okay if we move on here on okay, Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast? If you could give one suggestion or advice to other entrepreneurs who are running and leading high-growth companies, um, what advice would you offer for them? Well, I always say, you know, just trust your instincts and, you know, if you think something is the right, you just feel like it's the right thing. You know, if you are an entrepreneurial person, I think you can have insight and just trust your instincts and do just go for it. Try it because you have to take risks. Okay. And also, I, you know, back to social media, you know, definitely make sure that you have an SEO campaign and social media in your business when you begin because it, it is the future and it does help. Well, a lot of people worry about the cost associated with SEO and the fact that they don't maybe fully understand what they're doing and they could be wasting money. So your advice of getting a trained person to maybe get you started and teach Correct. you what you don't know you mm-hmm. don't know right. might help. You might pay more money initially, but you might save more money long exactly. term. Is that, is that, was that your experience? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You maybe not get the ROI if you don't have someone helping you. to. Right. You could spend a lot of money to figure out what they know just in their DNA. Huh? Right. Yeah. Awesome. This is great. You're, this is, I didn't know what to expect. I've not met Colleen before today's show. I just knew that she was running a fast-growing company. So there you go. All right. Let's look at the other side of the coin. 
uh, I lead peer groups for business owners, and even though we've been the longest re- recovery since the Great Recession, every month, it's not easy running a business. No. There's always something that you could, you need your focus. So I'm going to ask you to share a challenge uh, with our audience, something that you're facing as you scale and grow your firm, you know, something that you're overcoming, but you're still kind of grinding on a little bit. Can you share that with our uh, audience? The number one thing is employees skilled employees. Okay. You know, unemployment is at the lowest it's been in decades. And, you know, when you need someone new as, as we grow, you know, it's just trying to find someone that is willing to, you know, work 40 hours a week and, <laughs> you know, and will actually work the, what they're supposed to. You know, it's, right. it's, it's hard to find employees. What type of work do your employees do for you? Um, they're mostly in production. Okay. They, you know, so, that, so they take orders and deal with the customers and produce the prints and because we just print all types of things we print blueprints uh that's the majority of the business you know they're not really blueprints anymore but we have what are they they're just digital bond plots or cad plots <laughs> sorry i asked <laughs> yeah. but uh you know because most of my clients are um cities engineering firms architects builders that's the majority of my clients okay so, so um, you've ma- you've made a digital transformation inside your business then yes. too over the years, right? Yes. Away from hard copy blueprint to whatever it is you just said yeah. they were. Well, they're they're still hard copies. Okay. But yes, they're not the old diazo blueprints like okay. with ammonia. That's what we used to do oh back my in the day. We went around so long. Okay. And to scan something, they you used a camera and took photographs. That was how they scanned <laughs> large format wow. things back in the day. Back in the day. Back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah. How many employees do you have, Colleen? Nine. Nine. And so finding employees that have fit the culture Correct. and have the work ethic right. and want to do the job mm-hmm. continues to be a challenge in this yes. economy, right? Yes, as it is, I think, with everyone you speak to. It, it is. Everybody, been, yeah. The, 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 um, so I've been doing this 11 years, leading these peer groups. And the, if there's one area that is like a pendulum, it's the employment scene. The pendulum goes one way or the other way, yeah. and some spends a little bit of time in between, but it sort of gets pegged one way or the other. I started this in 2007 and eight, and at that oh, point, wow. there was 100 applicants for every position, exactly. right? It was, it was heartbreaking how yes. many people were looking for work. And now the pendulum has moved all the other way, where it's hard to even get people maybe to apply for jobs sometimes. Yeah. I don't know if that's been your experience, oh, yes. but I've heard that in my community. I just am filling a position right now, and it's, and it's been like four weeks of interviews. I finally found someone I think is going to work out, but it's like, oh, my goodness, that, it never was that way. Right, so. right. So it's, it's one way or the other when it comes to yep. employees. All right, well, Colleen Howes, let's continue the conversation. Um, I like to ask guests kind of what I call the guiding principle question, which is, you know, I know you have a philosophy, and it's leading to the culture that you've built with the company. And I'm wondering if you could just kind of discuss of all the things that you care about in business. You know, what's your overarching view on the guiding principle that you're using to lead and grow the firm? Well, you know, I just I have very loyal employees. Most of the people who've worked for me have been there for over ten years. So I want to keep the business going to keep them and their families going too. And myself, I like my lifestyle, of course, but it's like, you have to make sure that that you treat them more like a family than just staff members. And, you know, I really believe in being honest and, you know, and have integrity. And I work really hard because I have to, (laughs) Right. but so that's kind of, it's just work hard and, and trust your instincts and Mm -hmm. take 
good care of your employees because you'd be nothing without them. Yes, because you're you're in a service business. Correct. And it really does rely on the people, isn't it? Yes. Because they're the ones who have to perform the service. Right, and and you know, talk to my clients, and you know, everybody works real hard for me. I'm I'm very blessed in that way. What do you do? I usually run around and cause havoc. Okay. <laughs> no, I you know I do all the marketing, okay. and I'm the face of the company, so I go out to all the networking events, and I don't have a salesperson, so okay. I am the salesperson, and so is social media and SEO. And how has that changed the inner per- not the technology piece? We kind of covered that, but what have you seen being in the marketplace dealing with the kind of clients that you're dealing with? Have you noticed any? changes and in their relationships with you or the places you have to go or is is that still show up be consistent be pleasant make relationships care about the prospects i mean is it still that what you're finding yes i mean i don't i mean maybe some people are printing a little bit less now than they used to a lot of people are just going to like the ipad on construction sites but really I think we're going to have to have another generation pass away before we're going to be all digital out on construction sites because there's still a lot of people that like the hard copy to look at, the blueprints or sure. the, the spec book. You know, So I think that aspect, it's changing a little bit. But um, overall, it's just you just have to do business the way everyone's done it forever, and that's just get out and meet your people and be nice and do what you say you're going to do. Right. So do you recognize that in your SWOT analysis that a threat is that digital technology could possibly disrupt your core business at some point? Yes, but then, you know, on the other hand, like I have diversified to sort of protect myself against that. So like I was planning on a recession this year and I already planned on it. I had my strategy laid out. Okay. Yeah. So I paid off all of my expensive plotters, all my vehicles. I got really ready for something bad to happen. Okay. And it hasn't yet. Okay. But I, I'm still sort of preparing for that. So that's why I am, you know, trying to leverage my DBE and WBE to get in with a lot of the, um, you know, people that are doing transportation, healthcare, and uh, education work. Because those big contractors, they're they needing DBE and WBE goals to be met. Okay. So that's my focus to kind of get through the recession that may be coming. Okay. So earlier in the interview, you sort of led me to believe that you didn't do a lot of that planning stuff that you sort of sort of ran with your gut, but you're sort of telling me you do the planning Well, I don't write stuff. it down. I, okay. It's all in here. But you, yeah. you think that way. <laughs> sure. Oh, Strategic of thinking, Oh, I was right? thinking ahead, yes. Yeah, you got but, to, right? So uh, there's no downside to paying off your debt and not having as much need for cash, right? I mean, that's that's a good thing. I don't know of any downside. I don't know of any downside either. <laughs> Call in, ladies and gentlemen. If you can think of a downside, uh, text us. Uh, yeah. All right. Keep it to yourself. We don't yeah. need to know, right? <laughs> right, Colleen? Yes. All right. You're going to come back, right, in a year or two? I don't know. I'll invite you back. You're fine. Sure. It'd be great to have you back on the show. Uh, what's going to be different in a couple years when you come back on the show? Where, where do you think? think you see your company going well i see maybe someone else being the face of my company or mm. to, to or someone to just kind of help me run it so i'm not on my own okay. all the time it'd be nice because i'm getting older and i'm thinking about sort of you know traveling more and so it'd be nice to have uh, may, i'd like one of my kids to come in and take over the company but we never know about that you are know? they interested no absolutely not but you never know things change how old are they my youngest is 24. Okay. She's got through traveling around the world. Oh, why and, not? Yeah. Do, it, do it at that age, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then I have a 34-year-old son and a 38-year-old son. Okay. Yeah. And they're not in the business? No. 
Okay. This is very common. Uh, yes. Where, where family businesses, the children, maybe it's familiarity or whatever, they, they don't take an interest in the business. Right. Yeah. There's other things that are more interesting to them. Yeah. What about, what about inside the company? Uh, people potentially that could – you're doing it all now, so it's kind of hard to see somebody else stepping into that role. Huh? Right, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I, but um, we're going to be probably employee-owned eventually. Since oh, I, wow. Yeah. ESOP? I'm not sure. Okay. I, I've, I've got to decide how that's going to happen. Right. But, that's um, great. Yeah. Wow. This is awesome. What a great interview. <laughs> All right. So if there's someone out there that might be a client or would like to learn more about your company, how do they find you online, Colleen? www.sabp.com. Okay. And if what keywords did they put at Google so they come up on one of your SEO keyword searches? Oh, well, one of my best one, believe it or not, is litigation or legal copying and lamination. Wow. And mylar. <laughs> of all the, like why those are the ones did, I don't know. Did you did you think it when you put them in, or were you surprised by the results and just kind of added them to the bucket? Of I names? use the same bucket of okay. all the services, but those are the ones I get the biggest hits on. Wow, say that again. Uh, legal copying. Mylar and lamination. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. What? If you want to find Colleen, just type those words into Google and bang, she's going to go. pop up. You'll find her blogs about that. I'm, I'm sure you write about those subjects then too, right? If they're the popular ones. So, yeah. all right. Well, this has been a kick in the pants and fun time. Thank you for generously giving up your time, sharing your knowledge. You got two gongs which in the annals of 1,000, 1,500 shows. I can't remember more than one handful of people that have been able to do that. So thank <laughs> you for being... Kind. No, it's the it's, <laughs> it's the way of the world. You can listen to all the shows and prove me out. Thank you for being a friend of the program. It's a pleasure. All right. Thank you, Paul Roberts, our gong master and engineer for today's show, and our three producers without whom I could not do this show each week, Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, our newest producer, who's now back at college at Fullerton, Nicole Terry. If you'd like to connect with me, I would ask you to do it on LinkedIn. I'm Richard Franzi, F-R... A-N-Z-I. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.